1: Recorded live. Well, good evening. My name is Reverend Ernest Miller out of Baltimore, Maryland. Today's date is 2 six seventeen. 17 It's show about prayer and healing. If you don't call in for any kind of prayer, then I try to update you on what I see. I'm not an expert no not Smart, but got common sense. What I see is what I tell you. You can believe it or not. This is where God hangs out at. Because I do the prayer and He does the healing. And like I said, this show is about prayer and healing. But like I said before, I also like to talk about things because I see things in the Bible that correspond with. What goes on today? If you remember, God said he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The only thing changes us, time and clothes, nothing else. Still got the devil. Still got homosexuals. Still got prostitutes. Still got people saying that God is with them, deceivers. And you got his prophets, real and false. And you got his healers reinforced. You got to remember one thing: the devil, he can perform miracles too. That's what God said, because He said in the Bible, He said, "Then we perform miracles in Your name." He said, "I never knew You." So you say, "Well, how do I know the difference between them and that?" That's, the, that's really hard to say. But anything or in God's in God's um, miracles, they last. The devils don't. Now I'm not going to say that you can't you can't call something else up to come upon you again, but God takes it the way you can feel His presence, and you just got to believe that it's God that's doing it. A lot of people just accept whatever the preachers say. I want to do a little advertising right here before I get started. I have a, this show here comes on on Monday, and this telephone number for all you that listen to my show on Tuesday night, the number is 724-444-7444. And you have to put a code in one four two seven one six and a pound sign. That's, that's uh, how you get on here. And you can press the buttons and try to, you know, try to um, get prayer or whatever you need. But I also have a show that comes on on Tuesdays and Thursdays that's on blog talk radio from six to six thirty but that's central time and my time in Baltimore would be seven o'clock and the central area would be six o'clock so it goes on at six it goes on at six o'clock. I have a young lady that works with me that is a prophet and she prophesies to you as to what God tells her you can believe her you don't have to believe her I don't believe I don't hang out with people that don't know what you're doing because I have been deceived, but I've, I've asked God now, what do I do? Is this person for you? And he lets me know. And the guest number there is 516-418-5516. Tune in sometime and just, if you don't want prayer, just listen and see what God is doing. God is real. And, and he's, he's no joke. He, you know, he he plays, and the idea, you, you think, it, oh man, God won't do this, God, God likes to have fun, he likes to play, he likes to laugh, he likes to kid, but he can also get serious. God got a great sense of humor. There's a guy named Paul Greenleaf, he has a show come on on Sundays, and it's the same number that I have on my Monday night show, 724-444-7444, but his Code number is one ten nine ten pound one ten nine ten pound. Mine is one four two seven one six. That's the difference. And tune on, tune in on him on Sundays at six o'clock. Yeah, they 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 prophesy. God talks to him and everything else. You might enjoy it. You know, believe something. Believe something. Believe that God is real. God 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 didn't just come along and say. One day, I ain't going to do this, I ain't going to do that. He said, I am the same. If he healed back in the Bible, when he had the prophets walk around before Jesus came, they were doing miracles, he's going to do it again. He has to pick out people that he can trust with his gift. He trusted a lot of them, but a lot of them used to make money for themselves and for their own fame. And the idea is that now they become gods. They're taking a vow. But they're using God's name for his for his game. I want to talk about, since this is February, i got to get rid of this, uh, Black History Week. Now, I'm not a smart guy. As I told you before, I'm not real smart. And I've studied some that I really wasn't interested because I lived most of it from the 60s on up until now. So... I, I have been through it in the 50s and the 60s. I, I, I've been through it, you know, where you had different water fountains. I could never understand the water. I looked at one water and looked at the other guy drinking out his water. I say, I think they're coming out the same pipe. Well, whatever. And I remember when they say that one of the black women who was famous singer or something, I don't know who she was, she went to this hotel and they had this big pool and she jumped in, and <laughs> they drained the whole pool. That must have cost a pretty penny. And if I was her, I'd have waited until they filled it up and jumped back in it again, where they probably would have locked up and beat up. And back in them days, the Klu Klux Klan ran, ran just about everything down through the south, and they catch you and hang you. They wouldn't come by themselves. They, they never would come by themselves. They didn't they have no heart to come by themselves. They came in groups. You know, but the blacks that you got today, two Klux Klan can't do nothing with them. Them boys will cut your throat, shoot you, and take your sheets and put them on their bed. That's how bad they are. These these young guys nowadays ain't, ain't worried about no Ku Klux Klan grabbing them. They will hunt them down if they have to. You got an old group called the Black Panthers that was back there in the 60s, and they were militants. And they faded out and everything, but now they're trying to come back. They're all walking around like me with a cane and got a little billy club in his hand with some combat boots on and a tam on his head like he's bad. But I think if you walk up and slap him upside his head, he'd probably break down and cry. But that's just, you know, people won't grow up. They won't grow up. This world... This world God made was for you to enjoy it. You would have enjoyed it. But if you never obeyed God's voice and you never listened to God, then you can't enjoy it because there's another one called the devil. And you say, well, you don't see the devil. You don't see God either. You know, you don't see him, but you know he's there. If you believe in the devil, you got to believe in God. One can't exist without the other. Because one made the other. So you can't really say, Well, I don't believe in God but I believe in the devil then you then you're lying, you're lying to yourself. It's amazing what God said. My people die from lack of knowledge and ignorance. So much ignorance in the world. Look at look look at uh what's the guy that ran for president? His name is Trump. Donald Trump and and, and got in there and Hillary was a crook, a crook, natural crook. If you went online, it would take you four days to see all the crimes she committed up in there. But they wanted her. Why? Because they didn't want God. They didn't want God. But Hillary never going to let sixty thousand refugees come into this country. Right now, I was looking at a thing on on a thing. It had in Des Moines, Dearborn, or I think it's Dearborn, Michigan. The Muslims have taken over that part of the state. They had a, a sign. They had a painting up there with Jesus Christ with his head cut off and stuck on a pole. If that ain't telling y'all to kiss their hind parts, I don't know what it is, But yet you want them in here. Boy, you better hope God be nice to you because if they do get in here, that's going to be your hind parts. The lady said, over in France, they, they, so, there are so much of them over there that they come down and, and grow like two 3,000. They'll come to your house, take all your stuff out of your house, rape your children, your daughters, and everything else and kill the men and go on to the next house and stuff like that. That's what they're doing. Nobody to stop them. How many police can you bring up in that area? You can't. You can't. But you want them here. Let them in. Let them in. You know what they say, be be careful what you pray for. In words of spirit, let them in. Let them in. I put a thing on the internet there. where I showed the one where they were over there in, Dear, in Dearborn, Michigan, and they and they they were they were there. But you know, they say they they, they kill homosexuals, but yet I see homosexuals amongst them. They say they're gonna bring you Sharia law. That means you're going to have to obey whatever they say, do whatever they want you to do, and that's it. And if you don't do it, they don't have no mercy. They cut your head off. Go online there and look at the Christians, how they bring them up in the orange robes. I have a thing on my on my page, Ernest Miller, punch it in. it will show you what them guys with them suits on. They actually show you them cutting their heads and their necks off. The guys they ain't even hollering out. I guess it's ain't no use. We did Obama didn't do nothing to stop it. Nothing. He tried to let him get in here. He's a Muslim. I don't have nothing against Muslims, but I do have something against living in my own country. And I don't know in no other country except the, the, the couples that, that let them in. And they're regretting it right now. Germany is overrun with Muslims. They say that Muslims is two-thirds in Germany. Germans say, we won't even have a heritage. Look, Look, go online. Look this stuff up. I'm not lying to you. These people are hurting. They said we're going to take over the world, one world government. That's what they're talking about. It ain't your government. But see, the one world government was supposed to be with Jesus Christ. But the devil got to have his due. He's got to have his one world government before God come back and take his one world government. But you don't see that. You know, like I said last week, you're out there demonstrating and riding and all that stuff, breaking up people's wonders and stuff. You ain't nothing but fools. Fools. If I own a business, I, I get five of my buddies with double barrel shotguns. And the law says if you break through the wonder and jump in there, you are a burglar. You have the right to tender him. And believe me, if he got out of there, he would tell the rest of them, don't go down that block. Don't go down that block. Don't mess with that store right there. Don't mess, don't mess with Miller's Incorporated. They will kill you. His body's hanging all out the window where they didn't shot him up. i tell you how I'm passing up. I ain't got no use for stupidity. Well, Rev, you're a reverend. I'll be a reverend after I shoot him in his butt. And I ain't got nothing to do with who I am. Me surviving, you going to come in. What are you going to do to me if you get in there? You call yourself looters, looters, or crooks. Donald Trump say, we don't want to in here. One one judge is only in one state, don't have jurisdiction in that one state, stop the whole thing. Now they got to go to court to battle it out. Meanwhile, they let the people in. He, All he is saying is, I want to know who you are before you come in my country. Obama and them just let them come in. They're all coming through the Mexican border God said in the Bible, that Babylon, Babylon, that great city where everybody wanted to go to, which I told you before, is the United States. He said we wanted to, they wanted to go to Babylon, and he said it was destroyed in one hour. One hour. He said, well, Babylon's over there. No, 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 that ain't the Babylon. Ain't nobody trying to get over there with Hussein. In Iraq, ain't nobody trying to get over there. They said where well, everybody wanted to come to. This is the country. Everybody wanted to come to. They still want to come here. But what they want to do, if they can if they can bring down the United States, who else is there to defend? Israel's is on his own. God said if you curse Israel, I'll curse you. Obama and them. They, you saw what they did to that man. They just Yot-Nahu or whatever his name is. He he told them to his face, we would not help you. And Obama got on television at that time and thought he was going to say something nice to him, he told me he said basically, "I don't give a damn what you do. They mess with us, we fighting. He said, we don't need your help. We would like to have it, but if you if you if you mess with us, we're gonna take you out told obama Obama ain't go back over there no more, so what he do? He tried to sneak in the back door by arming Syria and ISIS. And he thought ISIS would fight against the, 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 the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood, they decided to become terrorists. And they grew and they called itself ISIS. But Hillary Clinton and Obama are the ones that gave them the weapons and all that they needed to fight with. Now they become the worst. And he, that's why he wouldn't say terrorists, because now they're the worst terrorists that you ever want to see. Here come Donald Trump. I'll put an end to all of it. Russia said when they came over there, the Russians dealt with the Muslims that was in their country, and they're going where they live. They're over in Syria. Russians are blowing them up left and right. Why are you killing women and children? Get out of town. Get out of town, because if they're in there, we're blowing it up. Why, that's hum- inhumane. I bet you didn't nobody say nothing when you dropped that bomb on Nakasaki and Hiroshima, and the Japans when you dropped that, that uh atomic bomb on, on both of those cities and it killed women and children. I bet you didn't say nothing then. Why? Because it was America. And God is saying, Look, you can't you can't undo what I say is gonna be done. You can prolong it. Israel if they had listened to God, they could have prolonged it could have prolonged a whole lot of stuff they had to go through if they had listened to God. But they wouldn't. And like I said, I've been reading Jeremiah, and basically in Jeremiah, they told God, we don't want nothing to do with you. We we, we Look, don't even talk to us. God so said, well, you're burning your children in the fire, and I haven't asked you to do that. Said, well, we don't care. We 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 burn them to the queen of heaven. Read it. We burn them to the queen of heaven. Ain't no queen of heaven. That's these demigods, the ones, of the angels, the fallen angels that I told you about. They came here, and they set themselves up as gods, and that's why God got upset with them. That's why He told them, Moses and them, "We're going to destroy them. I'll go before you and fight them. All you do is take the land of milk and honey. Everything's already ready for you. All you got to do is walk in, walk in and get it. It's already there. Don't have to do nothing. Sit down. Food probably still warm on the table. What the Israelites? They got a big head. They didn't want God because why? Because when God wouldn't do for them the way they want it done, just like some people. Well, I asked God for this and God for that. You're not God. God said, that, that pot can't tell that man that's making him how to make him. You're the pot. God made you. You didn't make God. And, yeah, well, yeah, but he said, I asked and you shall receive. I keep telling you, he didn't say when. You don't lie. He didn't say when. He didn't say you wouldn't get it. He told Abraham, you'll be father of many nations. Abraham ain't seen until after he died. He's probably still looking at it to see how many fathers he is. But he never told Abraham when he was fit. He just told him he would, if you can count the stars in the sky. But the thing is, we don't pay no attention to God. We use God for our benefit. If we do something wrong, uh, God, can you help me out of this? Can you help me out of that? God is saying to you, look, if you had just used common sense, I didn't put it in the Bible, but if you had just used it, you wouldn't be in the fix you're in. Now you want me to get you. out? I, I, maybe I, I have to maybe teach you a lesson first. I'm not saying he will. Maybe maybe he'll come along and just, bam, just do it. I know some people I would pray for, I just knew he wasn't going to touch it. And, man, they'd jump up. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. That's the way god did for him he just he just touched him right up i got a lady that calls me from canada i don't know what time it is up in canada but she calls three in the morning revin miller i said yes ma'am she got to be about 80. say yes ma'am the room is spinning around my head hurts i can hardly see and i can hardly breathe and i'm saying to myself okay how may I help you? I need your prayers. And so I I say to God, I say, All right, you gotta help her. And I pray for the lady. But I think God ain't gonna touch her. And I asked after I finished praying, I said, How do you feel? Just need just a little bit more, just a little bit more. <laughs> I say, Oh boy. I said, Hold still. I said, Father, this one's yours. Well, I I'm fine now. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Good night. I ain't had a chance to say nothing. She calls she calls about every four months, something like that there. I don't know what it is, but every time she calls, God heals that woman. And that lady was getting you know, she was getting to me because I say, You could have called at midnight, you could have called at eleven o'clock, why you wait till three in the morning? But then I realized, if I'm gonna serve God there's no time. There's no time because I'm in pain myself. People say, well, if you serve God, why are you in pain? Ask God. I don't know why I'm in pain. I done prayed to him myself. But I know one thing. He sees me. And the state that I was in, I'm not in no more. And where I was from a a 10 trying to get down to a 1, when I was at a 10, I was hurting. But now I'm down to about a 3. And pretty soon I believe this mess will be over with. And people say, well, I don't believe in witchcraft. I don't believe in black magic. I didn't ask you what you believe in. Stay stupid. If God talks about it in the Bible, it exists. Just like people say, the unicorn don't exist. If you read Job, the unicorn is in there. He talks about it. So unless you're calling God a lie to his face, I I would recommend that you just shut up. A man once told me, that it made a lot of sense, nobody would know how stupid you are until you open your mouth. <laughs> I said, I believe that. I remember one time as a policeman, we were going to a place called Crowns to have mental people, they walk around, and we had to take this mental patient down there and drop him off to the administration building so they could put him in the bed or whatever. So we get there, we can't find the administration building. I said, whatever you do, don't ask nobody. Nothing. I said, we'll just keep riding around until we see the administration building. Here comes a man down, down the sidewalk with a briefcase, suit on, and glasses. The officer stops. Hey, excuse me, partner. Can you tell me where the administration building is? He said, yeah. He said, where? He said, I know where it is. You don't know where it is. <laughs> I I laughing. I said, you got a nut on your hands, man. But they were allowed to walk around and just do whatever they wanted to do. But there was a certain street they couldn't cross. If they crossed the street, then they'd go to jail. And they knew that, so they weren't really crazy. They were avoiding jail by going there. They got free meals. They walked around. They, they, they did what they wanted to do. So this is what God is called by deception. You see something that looks like something, but it ain't them. And we got preachers with collars on. We got other people, you know we got false prophets, and, and and God lets you know who's a false prophet and who isn't. I, I have dealt with a lot of false prophets. I don't even talk to them unless they talk to me. I don't talk to them. But when I find one that's really true, I try to stick with them because I know God has put me with them. And what I can't do, they can do. And if you were trying to get into the same thing with God, you're trying to, Say, let me get closer to God. Then you got to find people that's, that that you know for a fact that God. Ask God about the people. Father, is this person for you? Is this person okay for me to be around? I've been around some people, man, been throwing witchcraft at me and all kinds of stuff. I thought they were my friends, females and males. And then finally somebody come along that is a true prophet and said, God said to tell you. I said, okay. Now, if you call me up and say, I want you to pray for this person, I want you to pray for them, that's fine. I ask God, am I supposed to pray for that person? If he said yes, I'll pray for you. If he said no, I'm going to give you a verse out of the Bible. So if you call me and, and I give you a verse out of the Bible, you know right then and there, you ain't right with God, so you sure ain't going to be right with me. Because if I say read Psalm 103 for three days, that's what you do. Does God want to see your faith. Do you really want him? Or are you just trying to see, it's sort of like like welfare. If I can get it for doing nothing, I'll take it. But if I have to do something to get it, I don't want it. And that's that's what that's what I'm talking about. We haven't you know, people say there's no such thing as demons. Well, then I guess there ain't no such thing as God. Because my God, in the form of Jesus Christ, went up on the shore, and the man was in the tombs, and he saw Jesus, and he had all kinds of demons in him, and he ran down, he ran down, not the demons, he ran down, he broke loose, he ran down, and saved me. Jesus asked him, who are you? They said, we are legions, we are many. I looked up with the legions, legions is over a thousand, somebody said, how can a thousand demons get a little person? How can a little disease get in you? How can cancer get in you? It's way little than what you are until it starts spreading and grow. You can't be stupid. Remember one thing. You are not a human. Listen what Jesus said. I don't belong in this world. I came in this world, but I don't belong here. And I'm out of here. But he took his body with him. You ain't taking your body with you because... You've got to leave your body because you are really a spiritual being. You are a spirit and a soul. That's what you are, living in a body. Looking through your eyes is your spirit. Running in your mouth is your spirit. The body is what controls you. And if you can get in there to do that, so can them demons. And they can cause havoc, but you go to the store, you buy something, for your walk out the store, ask God to bless it. Get them demons off your canned goods, off the stuff. You bring them in the house, put them on the shelf. they're happy. they're sitting around and they're waiting. They need a host. they need a host. they need you in the in the in the world where the demons live, they have orgies, they have sex with each other the the male demons with the the stronger ones rape them the weaker ones. You say, why are you saying? the children might be listening, so what? One thing you can't do is stop up somebody's ears. You had Samuel. He was a little boy, and God was calling him and gave him a job. God just said, well, you're too young for the, for this mission. If you don't know, it can hurt you. I had people tell me one time, say, uh, God told me to tell you A, B, and C. I said, okay. But I didn't tell you. I said, I know you didn't. I said, and guess what? And I walked right into the ditch and fell in. I said, why would you not tell me what God told you to tell me? Because I didn't want to lose your friendship. I said, well, you'd have lost it because I can't, I, I, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And if I deal with somebody, i got to trust them. If I can't trust you, I'm not going to bother with you. I'll talk to you, but I ain't going to bother with you. i talk to you because that's what I'm supposed to do out of, out of the kindness of my heart. But I, I I would never call you. I would never call you because I I know I got somebody I, I used to trust. Ask them, do I call him now? They'll tell you, no sir. They ain't heard from him in years. Seen him? He even waved to me. But I don't I don't deal with him. You don't know who's deceitful and who's not. Therefore, you've got to depend on God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And if you read Romans 8 to chapter, the Holy Spirit is your first intercessor. Jesus is the second. And when they get finished, they take it to court, and they come to the throne, and they petition it for you to God. God is the head judge. He says yes or no. Understand that. Either one of them can say yes or no, or like if you're getting ready to pray, if the Holy Spirit don't want it to go nowhere, it don't go. It don't go, even though God and Jesus here, they gotta prove it. That's their job. That's their job. He said, "Jesus, where two of you are, are better, I'll be in the midst of." Holy Spirit said, "I'm in you. I see what you're doing. Fool them, but you can't fool me. Fool them all you like, but you can't fool me." And if you notice, out of all these, all these what do you call them, Muslims, Arabs, all this stuff, Indians, and blacks, white, Chinese, Japanese, all of them. You don't hear nobody bad-mouthing the Holy Spirit. I haven't heard nobody bad mouth. I mean, they might be out there, but I haven't heard nobody bad-mouthing. I know one person ain't going to bad-mouthing, and that's me. So I'm just telling you, if you go on, on um YouTube, look up Reverend Miller's Meditation with the Holy Spirit. And on there you'll see a thing that Try God's Love. That's my new website a friend of mine put up for me. And um, you go on there, you can leave a request for a prayer, or you can even see my address if you want to mail me a prayer request. You'll see my address on there. And I'll get back to you. If you start mailing, i got to buy a whole lot of stamps. I think stamps just went up this week. I think they have the 50 cent or 49 cents, something like that. But it don't matter. Can't take no money with you. I learned that a long time ago. So I eat it up all the time. What I'm saying to you now is this. Love your God. Learn your God. No matter how it looks, trust your God. You don't have nobody but God. Jesus said, understand it, but he said, analyze it. Without me, you can't do nothing. You can't breathe. You can't live. You can't prosper. You can't do nothing. You can't even get to the Father without me. So when you hear people say there's another way to God, ask them, how? How? Because Jesus Christ sits right there with the Father. And when that petition comes to him, if he don't want to approve it or let it go by, it don't get to the Father. And the Father sure is not gonna argue with the Son, because he's he's, a, he, he's all three of them. So, you, but they just all three got a different job to do. They separate themselves. It's like we're all in one. We're all in one body. All three of us. They are all in three bodies, separated, but they still are the same person. In case somebody asks you, how can you prove that Jesus Christ is God? Tell them, go to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was Jesus Christ. And the Word was God. And the Word was with God. And without him was nothing that was made. And in the 14th verse it says, and he came in the flesh. So, you know, then I think it was Andrew or Philip asked him to say, Jesus. Let us see the Father. Let us see the Father. And it will suffice us. And he looked at Him and said, Have I not been with you so long that you don't recognize me? So you got your God. Worship your God and love him. And tell you what, I'll see you next week. You have a good weekend. And remember, Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be on the air. I gave you the numbers. I'll give them to you one more time before I get off of here. And it's Blog Talk Radio. And the number is five one six four one eight five five six one. Tune in. We have a prophetess there. And you'll prophesy and I'll pray. Come see what the God will do for you. In the name of Jesus. Have a good day. Goodbye.
0: Plus